Hey everybody and welcome to DCI number 22. I'm your host, Jonathan Miley. In this episode, Brian and I got to talk with Evan Hahn of Snowden Studios. They're currently working on a game called Windforge, which is in the middle of its Kickstarter campaign. The game is being described as a Contra-esque Minecraftian game set in a diesel punk world. Yes, diesel punk. It's a thing. Check it out. So it's a really fascinating look at a, an, an open world uh, kind of crafting shooter game uh, in which you get to fight sky whales. Uh, so we had a really great talk. Just want to say thanks to Evan for, for sitting down with us. We had a great time and uh, we hope you enjoy this interview. If you want to find out more about Darkstation, you can do that at darkstation.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do that at darkstation underscore com. If you want to subscribe to us, we are on iTunes. We're the Darkcast. While you're there, give us a review and let us know what you think of the show. And if you want to send us an email, you can do that at podcast at darkstation.com. For more information about Snowden Studios or their game Windforge, check out the links in the show notes for this episode. As always, thanks for listening. Now on with the show. joining us here on the Darkcast today. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm a little bit tired. It's been a long day, but uh, I really can't complain. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, so you guys are in the middle, like right smack dab in the middle of your Kickstarter, correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, it's been, we need, uh, we need to, we need more support. We got to get as many people in as possible. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm still definitely optimistic and uh, the game's going to be awesome. So uh, it'll be, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we'll get some people in. Awesome, yeah. This it's it's kind of weird. We always seem to to get interviews with uh, people right in the middle of their Kickstarter, where it's not always apparent if they're gonna make it there or not. And so it's it's always kind of a, a kind of gets dark sometimes. So hopefully, hopefully that won't happen at all. Hopefully, you guys will more than meet your uh, goal. But um, can you tell us a little bit? Before we go off on random tangents about the game, can you tell us a little bit about what you do at uh, Snowden Studios? Uh, so I'm uh, I wear a lot of hats, but uh, basically I do game design and uh, and programming. So I uh, I have a big uh, computer science background, and I've just been doing game design for a while now too. And uh, yeah, it's super fun. Okay, uh, where did you get your uh, degree in um, uh, yeah. computer? Yeah, yeah. Your son. sorry. It's been a long yeah. day for me too. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, at Carleton. I got a, I get a master's in computer science at uh, Carleton. That's in Ottawa. Okay. Very cool. So, are you guys based in Ottawa, or? Yes. Uh, yeah. So we've been in Ottawa. We've been. Oh, we started the company around three years ago. So it's been a while now. Okay. Uh, have you been working on Windforge this whole time, or uh, have you worked on other projects? What? No, uh, I mean, it's been, we've been working on Windforge for roughly two years. It's been a little bit off and on. Um, basically, the company has been paying a lot of its bills doing contract work. So, uh, unfortunately, sometimes the contract work has been taking us away from Windforge. Uh, it's actually part of the reason why we're doing the Kickstarter as well, to kind of mm. help us focus on making the best game possible in a, like a reasonable amount of time. 
Okay, okay. Um, so how many people do you actually have there at Snowden? Uh, we're up to 14 now, I believe. Wow. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, and uh, I mean, we worked on some pretty pretty large high-profile projects. Like, uh, my favorite that we've worked on was uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. So we oh, helped yeah? out there. Uh, oh, cool. Very cool. And also now the, the director's cut that recently came out, we, we did that one. So what, what kind of um, work did you do on that? Um, yeah, it was mostly, for the, the, first, the first time around, it was mostly bug fixing. And then uh, the second time around was everything related to making the director's cut. Everything? Uh, yeah, we, well, we... Okay, sorry. I, I, just, I, I thought there was... I thought there was, yeah, silence there that, you know, everything making the director's cut, something else, you know, Skype had dropped out, but, okay, like, just <laughs> assembling all that together, making it the director's cut? Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, awesome. Mean, Very cool. Well, uh, we the, got the boss the fight Wii U for the Wii U and the, like, all the together? Wii, no, we didn't do the Wii U. Uh, oh, and so just the... We got the boss fight stuff from the Wii U people. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess, yeah, not everything, everything, but... Uh, Everything related to like the PS3 and the PC and the uh, Xbox. Okay. Oh, fantastic. Okay, so, cool. so you're not to blame for them not really fixing the boss fights then. <laughs> well, we <laughs> we, uh, we integrate we put them in the game, uh, but I mean that was all um, the Wii team that. Okay. Yeah, I, I just recently uh, got back into that game and finally beat it because when I first played it, I went all stealth. And uh, I got to the third boss, uh, and I had no heavy weapons. Um, I had, you know, an assault rifle and a, a silenced pistol, and I could not beat it. And I had the uh, the chip that makes everything go blurry. Oh, uh, so, no. Yeah, it was basically the worst scenario ever. So once I found out about the uh, the director's cut, I was like, okay, I'm just going to wait on that and play it all over again. Yeah, and then <laughs> how'd it go for you? I went a lot better. One, because one of the things is I... Had a lot more space in my inventory, so I had large weapons. Uh, but yeah. then, in particular, that boss uh, becomes a whole lot easier because you can hack the turrets and gain allies to uh, to fight with you. Uh, so that's pretty so that cool. Was, that was that was a lot better. Um, I, I I hate the end of that game, but uh, but we're not here to talk about Deus Ex. So yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, I, I won't I won't go on my tirade against the uh, the end of that game. Um, <laughs> I love that in general, though. I do really like that game. Um, yeah, oh, absolutely. But definitely. Uh, we should talk about Windforge. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Windforge. I, I watched some of those videos, and there are two things that immediately caught my eye that I have to ask what in the world you were thinking. The first is flying killer squid, and the second are flying danger whales. What the <laughs> hell, man? Uh... I, I the whales the whales and like those creatures are my favorite in the game. They're so awesome. They're super fun to fight against. That's scary. Um, scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, like they're they're super because uh, everything in the world breaks, especially even on your ship. So it makes the the fights very dynamic when you're fighting against them. Like there's the worst thing, or maybe like the scariest thing is getting uh, pinned against an island and having a whale that's like bigger than your ship plowing through to get at you and it's slowly like inching towards you um yeah that so, sounds terrifying yeah and like and sometimes you have to like you know ditch the ship and try to like hop into a cave so the island the the, the whale can't get at you and it'll like it'll keep on coming at you it'll like it'll uh 
break through the rocks to try to get you. They're pretty relentless and awesome. Okay, why? <laughs> why? I, Out, I, outside, outside of like a fever dream born out of like uh, Lovecraft's relay, what, what the hell's going on? <laughs> so, uh, it, it's actually very hard for me to say where the idea came from. We knew we wanted to do... Uh, oh, no, a, no, no, no. I know where the idea came from. The depths of <laughs> nightmares. <laughs> why did you implement this into the game? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would... Why not? It's awesome. I guess that's, <laughs> that's the answer. Um, yeah, like, it was... What, it was like one of the first the first ideas, like first creatures that I wanted to put in game were giant whales, giant flying whales. And okay. Yeah. So, how how do they fly? How do they fly? Yes. So so scientists think it's the same uh, the same the, the same phenomenon that keeps the islands in the air. Actually, it's the same science that keeps the islands in the air. So there are islands that are in the air too. Yeah, floating islands. Okay. Uh, the whole planet so, is a giant sky planet. Ah. Okay, so it's not Earth. So we, we got a sky planet. What? That's... So so now that now that you've increased my fears of these flying creatures of the deep, um, what's what, what's going on? Where where are we? Where's Windforge? What's happening? So yeah, like uh, it is a different planet. It's a planet called the uh, Cordaeus. It's a uh, yeah giant giant sky planet, all floating islands, and. Uh, there's actually different layers of atmosphere. So as you change altitude, uh, the climate and the, the air changes. So near the bottom, near the core, it's all poisonous gas. Uh, in the middle is the most normal. It's kind of like a humid jungle type area. And then as you get higher, it turns into more of a cold, dry desert. Uh, and it's actually got uh, meteor showers that come down. Wow. So, uh, yeah, the environments are a lot of fun, and they are kind of designed... Uh, to give you reasons to build your ships in different ways too, because uh, I never want to like tell you you need to build a ship this way, but I'm going to give you constraints and challenges so that you'll want to like optimize your ship for the different situations you're going to find yourself into. Like um, the upper atmosphere, for instance, has all those meteor showers, which are um, like if you if you make your ship with a giant Le uh, zeppelin balloon on top, those are very vulnerable. They're at the top of the ship normally, and they're large targets, so meteors will hit them a lot, and you'll you find yourself into trouble, so it might make you tend towards making other ships that are better off, or maybe have like fire-resistant materials at the top, so that the fiery fireballs of the meteors will damage you as much, and that kind of stuff. Um, the gas layer is very challenging, so the, that's like at the bottom part of the world, mm -hmm. uh, and that's all poisonous gas. We have a uh, gas propagation, so if you don't seal your ship off, the gas will come in and suffocate you, and so on. And as you fight things, all the squids that, that we fight against actually are in the gas layer of the atmosphere. So as they break your ship, the gas will come in and it'll make it that much more challenging and hectic and crazy. Okay, so why would I want to go into the gas layer? Uh, you're going to have your reasons. Um, that's So it is, it's going to be, there's going to be parts of the story as you, as you progress that are going to drive you into that area. Uh, it's also... Um, got some of the more valuable materials, like uh, adamantium will be found down there, and so on. Wait, so, you, you have adamantium in your game? We do, yep. <laughs> Can you craft giant claws on your ship? No. Oh. 
Giant Wolverine ship versus giant squids. <laughs> yeah, now you're thinking, Jonathan. That's right. how we defeat these things. We go all Pacific Rim on them. <laughs> you can make grinders, though. So you can make uh, okay. giant uh, revolving grinding machines, which you could put on your ship, which will uh, grind at, at like islands and things like that. So you could actually make giant mining ships. If you don't really feel like getting off and like doing things by hand, you could just make automatic strip mining vessels that will just kind of, I don't know, strip mine the world for all it's worth. Okay. How big a game world are we talking here? What um, what, what are players going to have access to? Like you're talking about building a ship that can tear down like a floating island. Uh, like, how, is this, I know on the game, on the, um, on the Kickstarter page, it kind of talked about, uh, you know, like Minecraft meets Contra with the <laughs> 2D. It reminded me a lot of Terraria. Uh, but yep. those worlds tended to be pretty small. How how big a, a, an actual space are we talking? It's uh, it's large. Uh, I I don't know if this will actually mean that much to you, but uh, I counted the number of areas recently, and it's uh, roughly I think it's like 558 areas. So the the world map is, is split up into a a course grid, and so every grid cell is an area, and there's I think there's 558 of them. Uh, each one is like 1280 by 1280 blocks large. Um, so if you laid a danger whale end to end, how many danger <laughs> whales are we talking? Well, um, <laughs> I think, I think, uh, a whale is 150 blocks wide. <laughs> uh, and the character is about two blocks wide. If that gives you a sense oh of Oh my scale. God. Okay. No, that's a horribly large whale. <laughs> uh, they're they're massive, and then uh, there's a boss one that's twice the size right now, which we're it's currently in development, but we're putting it in. It's pretty. There's, there's a boss whale. Yeah, it, it it works into the story and and so on. It's pretty it's pretty epic. <laughs> <laughs> if you thought like the whales, if you saw the videos of the whales, you thought those are big. Uh, just picture something twice as high, uh, twice as large, and twice as dangerous, or probably even more than twice as dangerous. Wow, that's large. Um, so the, the whales are in the, the, what, normal kind of section of the, or the most normal section of the atmosphere, the squids are in the poison atmosphere, yep. and the meteors are in the, uh, um, kind of the upper atmosphere. What other kind of enemies do we have to contend with? Yeah, so, uh, there's, there's two types of whales. There's a... Okay. There's another kind of brown, more armored type of whale in the upper atmosphere as well. You have armored whales? They're, they're, well, naturally... <laughs> Not actually, like wear this... armor. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to. I don't want to fight armored whales. They're not. That's... They're not. Like, whales. <laughs> this is like this is like their revenge for Sea World. Cyber whales would be cool. <laughs> don't no. Third? Don't go there. Not cyber <laughs> whales. What is wrong with you? You saw what he did to the squids. People, yes. people are joking around about uh, turning whales into cyborgs, though. Uh, it's not going to happen, but it is a pretty funny idea. Oh, come I, on. I don't know if you like noticed, but you can actually, after you kill a whale, you can mine into them. Yeah, like, I, I saw a picture of that, and that, that's actually what I'm thinking of now. When you yeah. beat the game, like you could have DLC later on where it's the revenge of the whales, and like there's a mad scientist whale that uh, resurrects all the whales that have been killed. In this, you know, crazy genocide, and so now you've got cyber whales coming back for revenge. I, I think it's a golden idea. You can you can have that for free. 
if uh, I mean, <laughs> not too far off from making a cyborg whale by like turning a whale into a ship, because you could turn a whale into a ship. Uh, can, so, can you can you fly in your whale ship? Can you fly incognito past other whales? Yes, uh, currently the whales just the, the the AI isn't smart enough right now to know that you're making a whale ship, oh. but it's doable. In fact, it's probably it probably a good idea to make the whales aggressive to you if you were wearing a whale ship. I think I would do that, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, feature creep in this game is crazy. So many games, so many uh, so many ideas are. Every idea people tell me is pretty much good and works well. <laughs> some of them, some of them, some of them are a bit more outrageous. Like cyborg whales might be a little bit outrageous to put in the game. That that's but... why it needs to be DLC. See, I'm I'm already planning for that here. I like yeah. I like that. That's only a little outrageous. <laughs> little you know, you're, you're all right, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already have giant flying whales and floating islands and whale ships and whale mining and like it, it's already a very outrageous game. So, so is, yeah, this, is this is this like um, is this how is this multiplayer? Can I mine whales with friends? Uh, it is something that we want to do eventually, but right now we're, we're, we're focusing on making a really good single-player experience. So uh, it's just against all whales. whales. Yeah. Major whales. I, think I, I should, like, it should stress that, like, uh, we are making... It's going to be a much richer single-player experience than, than other games in this genre. Like, say, like, Minecraft and Terraria are probably a little bit more geared towards being multiplayer, so when you're by yourself, it's a little bit barren. Yeah, and uh, it's, they're, they're very much kind of a kind of a do your you know like set your own goal kind of thing and if you're talking about having a story that leads eventually to your death by a two times the size danger whale i mean you guys seem to have at least something going on there yeah exactly there's going to be quite a lot to do in the game uh and i mean you still it's a still a sandbox world you still uh you can still do whatever you want like freedom is one of like the core parts of the game still so uh it is really important for me to be able to Give you these things, give you give you reasons to like use your freedom and creative creativity without actually like restricting that. Um, that's that's my goal whenever I try to make design decisions. How does okay? So uh, I I come into this world, um, you know, hoping against all odds that I survive against these danger whales and killer squids. Yeah, um, I, I start and do the I start poisonous an gas and the uh, the meteors. <laughs> we're, Don't we're, not <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not there yet. This place is designed to kill me, and apparently I've said I've decided that I'm going so, to my way to heaven. So I is this know. actually in Australia? Is that where the game is actually set? No. Okay. <laughs> it's a totally new world. Everything everything is designed to kill you. So I was just wondering. It, it's the it, this is the anti Canada. Yeah. The world is not polite. It is it is out to get you. Pretty much. <laughs> but I think that's what makes it fun though. <laughs> so how does how how do I get started crafting? Like uh, you know with uh with Minecraft, it's uh, you know I, I start out punching trees and then from there it's like a very almost um structured uh crafting experience just to get down into the ground and then to start finding like the better materials. What's you know, walk me through my first, like, two hours of Windforge. What's going on? So, um, you're going to start with a lot more uh, in Windforge than you do in those other similar games, uh, or at least the ones that I've played. Uh, so you start with a ship of some sort. You start with uh, with some gear. You start with a jackhammer and a gun and so on. 
So you, you do have stuff to start with. It is possible to make all that stuff from scratch still, but you don't have to just, you don't start like naked in a world all alone. You, uh, and you have context for what you're doing right at the start as well. Um, some of the YouTube videos that are out there now kind of cover that first initial part of the, of the game. But basically, um, you've been hired to, seek, to uh, research a secret forbidden technology. Uh, basically, the economy in the world is a uh, whale oil based. So everything, everything is like all the energy is coming from whale oil. So it's a whale oil based economy. But uh, whales are being over hunted. So they're on the verge of becoming extinct. So you kind of want to find a new energy source. And you're, the, best, uh, the best bet right now is to research this forbidden technology. Um, which is, is related like to no, it's uh, related to an, <laughs> an ancient. Uh, <laughs> it's related to an ancient race on the world uh, called the uh, Atherkin. So uh, it's it's forbidden to research them. So you're kind of doing this in secret, mm -hmm. and uh, so you're kind of you start the game kind of uh, exploring a temple, and then the kind of story will kind of go from there. Okay. So I mean, like it's a lot more like a an RPG, like an, it's mm. an RPG in that sense. So you're not just we're we're not just kind of dropped out in the middle of nowhere and Todd like you know go to it. It it, it does start kind of structured in order to get, in order to get us there. Exactly. Yeah. So um, obviously there's there's craftable items and uh, craftable ships and all that kind of stuff. Does it have more of a traditional RPG like leveling up system? Do you get experience and things like that, or yeah. is or is that more kind of you get better by having better gear. You, uh, better gear will make you better, and then there's also uh, four character stats, which will also make you better in different okay. aspects. Uh, and every uh, every trait has perks associated with it. So as you every like twenty points, you get a new perk of uh, based on that trait. So there's like a you know a health, intelligence, agility, and strength. Right now, they all have different perks and so on. Okay, how, how does uh, intelligence affect you in this game? Do you have dialogue trees and things like that? Or? Uh, the dialogue is fairly simple. It's okay. probably, um, but there is, it, uh, it affects your buying and selling uh, prices. Mm. Gotcha. And, and then the perks uh, will give you different, uh, different things. So I'm, I'm still experimenting right now with the perks that will actually make it into the game, so I'm prototyping a few things. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, my favorite uh, intelligence perk is... One that lets you ride on the backs of smaller creatures, and you can still move in the direction of your mouse. Uh, it's super fun. Huh. Cool. So like um yeah, so you can like jump jump onto like a giant basilisk, which is kind of like a giant flying lizard dinosaur thing, uh, and ride on its back. So if you get stranded on an island, you have to hop on there and kind of ride it around and get back to someplace. I find it it's uh it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But still working. <laughs> so we'll see what actually makes the final cut. Don't die, Jonathan. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying. <laughs> um, uh, so, what about the uh, the craftable items? And on the Kickstarter page, it says there are more than 500 items to to craft with. Um, kind of what what's the system kind of like? You know, don't I guess don't go crazy in depth with it because with 500 items, I'm sure it can get crazy in depth. But uh, just kind of an, an overview of how crafting works. Yeah. So uh, basically. You'll unlock recipes as you go, so you can find you can find recipes or buy recipes and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So you don't start with like a, a list of 500 items right away, and you're like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> uh, so that helps me, of course, the progression a little bit too, uh, which is important because I want to 
it, it's important for me to like so uh, to avoid like adding invisible walls and stuff like that. I kind of have to enforce uh, progression in other ways. But uh, that's a bit of a tangent. Um, so yeah, so you have different crafting tools which like let you craft different things, and then uh, different ingredients will let you create the different things. So uh, a lot of a lot of the items you can make also have kind of optional ingredients. So say for example, you want to make a plate armor. Mm-hmm. You select the plate armor, and then there, you can pick the type of metal you want to make the plate armor out of. So you can make it out of like steel or adamantium or vice versa. There's, there's a little bit. There's some more uh, exotic materials too, even more exotic than uh, adamantium. Unobtainium. Unobtainium. I was just about to say that. <laughs> we do not have unobtainium in the game. <laughs> that could be that could be the uh, energy source that you find is unobtainium. <laughs> Uh, and it allows you to uh, to build a ship to go to the center of the world and restart it. Awesome. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Uh, anyways, is that uh, that's basically how you craft things. Though, is you you select something the list, and then sometimes you select an optional ingredient to create the uh, the type you want a thing you want to make. Okay. Very cool. Um, so, can you create things without having the uh, the the recipe, or do you have to have that to to be able to make it? Yeah, currently, currently you have to get the recipe to do it. Okay. Uh, um, and we'll see how that works out for us, but it's working out good so far. Okay. Very cool. How do you is, is that is the is the recipe something you discover? Or is that something that's kind of like a reward? I, it's gonna it's gonna be a mixture. So some of it will be discovered, some of it will be a reward, some of it will be bought, and then uh, there could be maybe multiple ways of getting the same recipe as well. Hmm. Uh, so there's lots there. There's, there's lots of reasons to explore this game for sure okay uh, let, let, all right so you mentioned earlier that that you could make flying ships is that is that like uh, do you have like a crafting material that's flying ship or do you just kind of take others and kind of form them and make your own way like are you making motors are you making engines? What yeah, what goes into the crafting of like kind of a basic ship to get me from so, island to island? Uh, the basics that a ship needs is uh, you need a control panel to control it. Uh, you need at least one horizontal propeller, one vertical propeller, and one uh, engine to power all your components. That's kind of, that's like a bare minimum. Uh, there's also like balloons, which will give you uh, your ship buoyancy, which makes it easier to stay in the air. Uh, there's grinders. There's like uh, turrets like uh, cannons and machine guns and stuff like that. Those are probably, off the top of my head, the the ship components you'll find. Uh, of course, there's all the blocks you could do. Anything that you could put on a building, you could also put on a ship. So you could have some kind of pretty outrageous ships. You could have like a giant clock tower on your ship, or even you could even plant trees on your ship if you want to. And uh, I think there might be a screenshot floating around of a of a garden ship, and so on. Is there? Uh... Is there like a weight to these things, or or is all or are all materials kind of treated the same as far as as flying goes? Yes, uh, everything has a weight. So like uh, the lighter uh, the lighter the ship you make, the the faster you should be able to go. Okay. And you'll it would, it would take like more propellers to to carry an adamantium ship than it would like a wood ship. Yeah, exactly. Adamantium is one of the heavier materials in the game. It's just one of the strongest and also the one of the heaviest. Uh, and then like at the beginning, like. You know, it would be hard to keep a stone ship up in the air, but wood ships are easy, and so on. Easy prey <laughs> to Very danger cool. whales. So, um, 
obviously uh, the the weight kind of uh, is going to affect how the ship handles, how fast it goes. Does the size of it, like, I guess, uh, aerodynamics of the ship there are, have any effect with that? Yeah, uh, no no aerodynamics, but okay. the larger the ship is, the, the bigger of a target it is, and then uh, mm -hmm. the harder it is to squeeze it into little nooks and stuff like that as you're exploring. So you're going to have to get off your ship more often if your ship's large. Can you have, like, a launch bay and have ships inside your ship? We, we are planning on doing that. Uh, well, it's, it's going to... Uh, it's going to more work more like a latch, so you can okay. latch it onto it. Sure. Uh, but it's uh, still a work in progress right now. The physics kind of go a little bit nuts on us, so we gotta mm -hmm. we gotta work on that. Very cool. Uh, yeah. So we also have a, a really cool kind of a collision and damage system that goes along with all the ships and stuff like that. So. Um, if you collide with something, uh, it will kind of distribute the force and the damage around. So if you form things into points and spikes, it'll actually concentrate all the damage in the one spot and so on. So like, the way you shape your ship also matters when you're colliding with things. Uh, oh, okay. So it's pretty works pretty cool. Um, it also kind of like if you land on a giant spike, you're more likely that spike's going to break through your ship and so on. But if you land on a nice flat surface, you're less likely to take damage. Things like that. So uh, it is. It's 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 a simple system, but it works really intuitively, and uh, I I really like how it turned out. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Um. So, uh, I guess kind of how the the ships held together. Are there any physics in that? Like, if part of the ships break, part of the ship breaks, will another part fall off, or is it? I don't know. I guess a little more static. It's uh. It's more static. Okay. Uh, Actually, we actually, our first prototypes had everything breaking into pieces, mm. uh, but it got crazy really fast. Yeah, I was going to say, that that sounds like it could be uh, a little overwhelming if one uh, break could kind of make the rest of your ship fall apart, so. There, yeah, there's, like, <laughs> there's certain aspects of that that I love. Uh, if this game, like, this game is, like, half and half about creation and half about destruction, mm -hmm. if it's just destruction, I would, I would instantly put the, the breaking into pieces thing. Because it'd be so awesome if, like, a, say, like, a giant whale plowed through half your ship and then the bottom half fell off. That'd be the most amazing thing in the world. <laughs> but uh, it would be impossible to put your ship back together again. And that's that's part of the reason why we didn't do it. Uh, things got, yeah, things got nuts really fast once things uh, started breaking off and falling around and so on. Uh, it also taxes the physics system a lot more and, and, sure. and has complications there. So there's some technical things. But that's a little bit less of the reason. Uh, so, what kind of technologies exist uh, in the world of Windforge uh, as far as the, the type of things that you can create? Obviously, there's um, like Zeppelin-type ships and stuff like that. Um, is it kind of hardcore steampunk or like what, what kind of unique flavors does, does the world have? Yeah, so uh, the, the, the technology is definitely... I, I mean, if you've got to get like, technical, it's probably, people probably call it dieselpunk because everything is more... Gas powered and steam powered. Okay. Uh, that's, yeah, I, I didn't know there was a distinction between that. So, all that's, right. Get with your punks, Jonathan. <laughs> there's a if you there's a, I came across a page. I think it was a lot of TV tropes, which I have a whole list of punks, including a term for it called punk punk. It's it's pretty interesting. It's worth checking out. There's a, there's a lot of different types of punk out there. Uh, but anyways, uh, we usually say just say steampunk because people know what we're talking about when we say steampunk. But sure. 
it's probably technically diesel puck. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, so the, the technology is basically inspired by that. That gives us our framework for everything we put in the game. There's lots of guns, like a lot of the weapons will be gun-based and knife-based and mm. based on that. Uh, the more exotic things you'll see are more related to that uh, Asian technology that I'm talking about. And um, there may be things that you can get that will be based on that technology. So that'll be a little bit more exotic. Okay. Uh, okay yeah. Can I build myself a real rad pair of goggles? Uh, yes, but the art's not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. uh, we're, still, we're still working on getting all the, uh, the outfits and that kind of stuff in the game. So that's probably, if you see videos, you kind of probably see the same outfits and character all the time. But eventually, there's going to be a lot of lot more customizability and, and variety and so on. Okay. Very cool. So uh, th- this is just an uh, announcement uh, because it's something that I just found. Apparently, there's also Decopunk. Decopunk? Yeah. That, that's that's like, a thing. Like the punk of the <laughs> 1980s at Miami Beach? No, it's like 1920s to 1950s, like Art Deco, like um, Bioshock. Yeah. Oh, nice. Rapture Punk. punk. Yeah, Rapture Punk. There you go. Um, Yeah, that's, wow. There's a whole Wikipedia article just on all the different types of punk. Uh, My my eyes have been open. This is crazy. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I I haven't really been keeping up with it either, so I'm sure I'm, uh, I'm missing out on a lot of it myself. I'm kind of in a, a Windforge bubble right now, and all I do is Windforge. <laughs> sure. So what, can, what, what kind of things are available for me to defend myself from the horrible dozens of this planet? Denizens. <laughs> yeah, so if you're if you're on foot, there's a number of different weapons. Uh, they turn they they most of them are gun based. So you got your pistols and various pistols and various rifles, various uh, mini guns. Uh, are we, are we stuck with a bullet count, or can we just or is that do they just kind of work? Uh, there's there's uh there's there's bullets, so you gotta you gotta watch it. Uh, but they're it, we're pretty generous with it, and you can craft it yourself fairly easily. So okay, uh, I don't think that should be an issue. Um, if you run out of bullets, there's always your knives and punching and so on, too. Um, yeah, so uh, there's a lot of different varieties of, of those kinds of guns. Uh, it's really easiest for us to add new guns that don't require no more art. So there's a lot of, lot of good, uh, good stuff there. Uh, there's, there's even like uh, throwing knives and poison throwing knives and triple throwing knives and grenades and bombs and uh, various types of bombs and so on. There's lots of, lots of good stuff there in craft. Um, What's so the craziest thing that's been killed with a knife? Well, uh, I I can right now it's actually reasonably easy to kill a, a whale with a knife, which we might have to kind of what? Because like you, jumping it, on his back and just taking him down. Exactly, they kind <laughs> of uh, they don't buck you off of them with their backs very easily. So if you can get on their back and kind of stay on, like you you'll eventually whittle them down. Uh, they take a lot of hits though, but but yeah. Um, do they do they fall or do they immediately do they like float and like can you glide a whale in? Yes, the whale the whales fall. It's pretty it makes it's pretty dramatic too because uh, uh, I don't know if you saw there's a video of a uh, where we kill a whale and it uh, the whale its head like hit an island and then it started scraping against the island and the, the head of the whale like scraped off and it gets what? it's pretty gruesome. it's pretty gruesome because uh, that's you know, uh, disgusting. <laughs> I know, I know, but it all it works. It's it the just best works. thing I've heard. <laughs> it's 
it works with that whole. Uh, it's the same system as a ship. So that whole like collision system that I was mm. talking. Meat blocks have pretty low hit points, so as they collide with things, they break, and meat so. Meat blocks. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's meat blocks, there's blubber blocks, and then there's shell blocks, which are parts of the giant squid because the squids are also mineable and 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 so on. Calamari blocks. So uh, we might be the first game to have buildable meat blocks and and animal mining and uh, making sh- vehicles out of the carcasses of animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might be the first. If you if you find another game, you, you have to tell me about it. So what, so okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna mine a whale. Do I yeah. uh, do I bring a pickaxe? Do I bring a jackhammer? What what kind of tools do I need to get into this bad boy? Everything that does damage will work, but the jackhammer works the best for sure. Uh, actually, uh, if you have a certain perk, the knives work actually quite well as well. It's nuts. So do do certain um, weapons cause more damage and kind of result in less um, whale to be harvested and mined, or is uh, it just kind of a, a matter of how long it will take? Um. If I understand what you're saying correctly, uh, while the whale is live, it's just a single health bar, and then right. the different well, weapons. I mean, uh, yeah. Just as far as when you're once you've killed the whale, when you're trying to ma- mine the whale, if you're using yeah. a jackhammer versus a gatling gun, will the gatling gun kind of destroy more of the whale so that there's less to mine, or oh, is it? Also, yeah, like a. a um, or I guess maybe do you have are there like rocket launchers or things like that in the game? Yeah, well, there's no rocket launchers at this point. It's not a it's not necessarily going to always be like that. They, you know, there could be rocket launchers in the future. But sure. uh, <laughs> the biggest things, the biggest, the the most right now, the artillery uh, guns right now, like that you attach to your ships, probably okay. your biggest, the most prominent like explosive weapon you have, plus mm-hmm. that grenades and so on. Um, but yeah. Anyways, as soon as as soon as uh, a meat or a blubber block or whatever breaks, it will make a pickup for that. So it doesn't really matter how you break it. Okay, gotcha. Uh, jackhammers have a bonus towards blocks and stuff like that, so they they do more damage when you're mining. Mm. And whales count as mining as well. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. So it's done. It, you're kind. You kind of everything kind of exists on like a damage base. So like when you're mining the it's. It's not that it does; it actually does damage to the rock itself to get that piece off. That's kind of how yeah. the system works. Exactly. Every block has its own individual hit point. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, it actually um, it makes I, I enjoy that system for the ships too because like uh, it's not like your ship has a hip uh, health bar, right? It's like every part the individual of, pieces. Yeah. So it makes a, okay. it makes the battle a lot more dynamic, and you have to improvise a lot more as things on your ship break, or as you, uh, if you if you're in a, like a uh, there's ship battles as well, so you can fight against enemy ships, and mm-hmm. so it gives you reason to target different parts of their ships uh, depending on what you want to accomplish and so on. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, all this is just nuts, just plain <laughs> <It's awesome>. nuts. <laughs> yeah, uh, how, great. It, how much? How much do you guys have left to left to finish? Obviously, you've got the you've got the Kickstarter going. Um, you know that kind of meant to to kind of funnel you guys so you can you can concentrate on what's going on. Um, how much do you think is left? Uh, so 
most of the gameplay and the sandbox and all that stuff is together. There's still a few things to get in, but like most of that's good and solid and, and so on. Uh, the big thing we're working on right now is getting the story together. Uh, so we're like halfway through getting the rough story together. So we're going we're to get the rough story in place and then just kind of keep on massaging it and filling in the blanks and so on. So um, we want to do a pre-release. like So we'll release, probably release our first version in early December. And then uh, hopefully the final thing will be released in March. Okay. Um, the Kickstarter will kind of, whether we're successful or not with the Kickstarter, will kind of dictate what's going to go on there. It, that'll help it along. Yeah, like the Kickstarter, it would be really nice. Uh, we're not worth uh, the money will definitely come in handy for sure. Uh, what kind of things can people look forward to if they uh, if they back the project? What uh, you guys offering? Uh, you know, a special like rideable danger whale? What's what, what kind uh, of so the, the rewards you said you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can remember them. So like the earlier ones, you'll get like uh, you'll get a copy of the game, and if you pay a little bit more, you get like the pre-release version early. Uh, if you pay a bit more, you get the soundtrack. Eventually, you get a you can get a T-shirt. Um, you could also there's also an award to get your NPC in the game, so you can name an NPC and whatever. Uh, getting a little bit up there, we will uh, take a picture of you and put a portrait of you in the game, so you'll have a portrait uh, on the wall somewhere in the world. Which is really cool. Uh, we I don't know if we released a photo yet, but uh, we have a before and after. Uh, so we just kind of tested to make sure we're not uh, going to break our budget with this. And and it's, gotcha. it's really awesome. I'm uh, I want to get the artist to make me one because it's awesome. Uh, and then there's also I think a reward to get some of the exclusive weapons for the game, uh, mm -hmm. which is crazy. I can't say what they're going to be yet, but they're going to be they're going to be cool. Um, Eventually, you'll be able to just another one to like build your own ship and put it in the game, and then another one where you can build a town and put it in the game and become a baron of that town. So that one, that one, that's our most expensive reward right now. Okay. Um, so you mentioned towns. This kind of is going to go way back into the conversation as far as like the story goes. Yep. Um, is it? Uh, is there kind of a questing structure that you can kind of go into towns, get quests, go off, do things, come back, collect a reward, or? Uh, yeah, that's 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 roughly how it's going to be. Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, uh, and so far we're we're focusing more on the, the quests related to the story. Mm-hmm. That in place first, and then we'll kind of uh, sure, sure. get other stuff in there later. But yeah, uh, that's gonna that's gonna give you some structure for what you whatever you're gonna do. I'm trying to to design them in ways though um, that work with the strengths of this game, which is a lot of, a lot of building, a lot of creativity and exploration and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you guys had, you know, um, you said especially with the uh, uh, the Deus Ex experience, um, you kind of have that, you know, you've got experience with consoles and stuff like that. Obviously, this is a this is a PC release right now. Um, do you have any plans to, to try and, and push it out um, to consoles? Uh, we, we're certainly capable of doing it. We're gonna kind of uh, get this done first and see how how it takes off, mm -hmm. uh, and then go from there. So we we like, it's our own game engine, so we have to do the part porting work ourselves uh it's not like uh it's not done in unity or anything where you can just like click a different button and bring it to another thing so <laughs> it, it is gonna it is gonna cost us some money to, to port it uh currently linux and mac are the easiest things for us to go to because uh the way we implemented it like we're using OpenGL and open source or um 
most of our middleware is open platform and so on. So we can bring it to Mac and Linux more easily. Uh, and then the consoles will be a little bit harder. Okay. Okay. Are you, yeah, you guys going to try to go through like a, like a green light to get on Steam, or are you just going to release it yourselves? Uh, yeah, well, we're, we're going to release it uh, on a number of different like online platforms. Steam mm-hmm. is a big one we want to be on. We're, we're on green light for sure, looking uh, for votes. We're, uh, we're definitely climbing, though, especially since we started this Kickstarter. So we're in the top 100. Last time okay, I checked, okay. like 61. So top six, you know, the 61th game on there. So we're doing, we're doing well. Uh, and so hopefully, hopefully soon we'll get greenlit. It's a little bit mystery, a uh, bit of mystery how people, how they select things, though. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we, we've we have heard that in the past that yeah. that's kind of like a, a crapshoot especially you know sometimes they're prone to go a hundred at a time sometimes it's like oh here's the top five yeah and so I mean I think Valve have their reasons for that like I think uh, like they probably don't have a rigid set of rules that they can tell people um, but I, I don't know and I, I kind of asked but I didn't really get an answer <laughs> <laughs> nice okay <laughs> Yeah. I was coughing there. Okay. <laughs> um, so obviously you guys are, uh, you know, th- this is going to push forward no matter what. Um, Kickstarter is going to help, uh, but do you, you know, like, like with the work you've done so far, this WinForge is definitely coming. Yeah, like we're we're going to make it. We're going to like we're going to do whatever whatever we can to make it the best game, the best game we can. Uh, mm-hmm. The Kickstarter though, like I mean, it's really going to help and. Um, well, part of the reason, like, we've been working on this game for, for two years, uh, but part of the reason why it's taken us so long is because we keep on having to steal people away to pay the bills. Uh, and that's, it's really frustrating. It kind of kills me every time everybody gets, some people get take off the project and we kind of delay it even more. Uh, it it kind of hurts the focus of the game, too, because, like, you know, people get taken off and maybe some people get taken off and other people get put on again. So uh, the Kickstarter will definitely help the quality and help us make a better product. Um, and it'll it'll help us get it out sooner too because we'll be able to focus our resources on WinForge and getting it done. We also we do have a stretch goal to put multiplayer in for Kickstarter with Kickstarter as well, which will be I would love to get multiplayer in there one day. Sure. As of right now, it's definitely the, it's that single player focus. Yeah, uh, we uh, I I feel like if we if we tried to do both, both would suck. Uh, <laughs> with, our, with our budget and our resources, it, that's the way it would happen. We'd have to focus on one. Uh, so we, we chose to do single player. And, but eventually, I would like to do multiplayer as well. Well, you know, thank you for being honest with yourself about that. Because I, I get a feeling there's a whole lot of studios that would, that would try to just try to, client, you know, try, to, try to get both in there just to say that they have it and kind of check something off on there. Mm-hmm. But uh, for, for you guys to, to know what your strength is and know know what you want to work on and kind of stick to that vision that's that's really cool yeah i mean uh it is multiplayer is something that uh it's the most requested feature definitely uh it's just things that people it's something that people definitely want and it's something i want to give them one day uh and i think it would be a lot of fun so it's on the top of that list of, of things to do in the future yeah definitely it's, it's also i mean it's a significant effort for us to put it in so it's, that's why we're not just like, okay, we'll listen to you and put it in. Like, I, I would love to say we're going to do multiplayer now. Uh, but, yeah, we don't have the resources. It's, it's it. not just a switch you, you put on <laughs> yeah, in the no. background. Multiplayer, go. I, 
I just need to turn on the networking, guys. That's right. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. Clear your cache. Make sure your NAT's open. Yeah. All that uh, good stuff. I wish. But yeah, hopefully one day. I would love to do it. All right, uh, Brian, you have any other questions? Game? I think it's no, time I think we're game. good. All right. All right, cool. So uh, we're going to end with our questionnaire. Uh, we call it the end game. Awesome. Um, you know, you know, hopefully uh, you won't stumble too hard. Uh, they're not hard <laughs> questions, but they are kind of thought-provoking, and they do get a little uh, a little darker as we go down and a little more difficult. But uh, So we're going to start. Here's number one. Um, yeah. Who's your favorite video game protagonist? Favorite video game protagonist? Yeah. Uh, guy? I mean, it's not, it's um, it's really hard to choose one. Uh, it's I funny because difficult. <laughs> and I don't know, like I don't know if I'll regret, like, want to pick another one after. The first thing that popped in my head was Final Fantasy VII guy. Uh, was Cloud. Yeah, although I didn't name him Cloud. I can't remember what I named him, but it wasn't named Cloud, so I don't. Okay. I, I don't associate that name with the guy. But spiky yellow hair guy. But it was that dude with the big sword. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that was it, but uh, there's the list will go on. I'm, I'm like, every, you know, so we'll just stick with that. But, okay. Yeah, there's lots of other good ones out there too. All right. Well, we're gonna flip the coin on you then. Who's your favorite bad guy? <laughs> Who's your favorite antagonist? Oh, um, oh, uh, System Shock. Uh, the computer thing. Uh, is it? Uh, what's the name of that computer? Uh, Shodan. Yes, I kept on wanting to say Glados, but it's not Glados. It yeah, it's not Glados. <laughs> at first, I was thinking, um, and now I've already forgotten it. But the name of the bad guy computer in iRobot. Oh yeah, uh, and then there's of course uh, in, in it was, uh, Xerxes as well. But it was, it was always, yeah, it you know, you, might, you probably know how, how it turned out. All turned out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love uh, I love that whole like you being against the ship and like it's always trying to. I don't know. It was a it was a great it was a great uh, situation. Great great antagonist. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we accept that. Um, <laughs> what is your favorite crafted item in Windforge? Oh, uh, the the grappling hook probably. The grappling hook is awesome. You didn't tell There's us a it was grappling a grappling hook? hook. Oh my god! <laughs> the grappling hook is amazing. Uh, it's I get a uh, it, it uh yeah like so. There's different types of grappling hooks. The um, they basically just defer like length, uh, rope size, rope length. Uh, but yeah, it wraps around corners. It, it, you can you grapple hook to creatures. You can grapple hook to whales. So you could like. That's what on, I wanted like, to hear. Yes. Like you could, uh, you could hook onto like the bottom of a whale in the upper atmosphere with meteor showers coming down, and like the whale will shelter you from the meteors coming down as you kind of just saunter along. <laughs> and relax. It's it's amazing. Um, so that sounds um, excellent. is the the grappling hook more? Like, uh, what, Bionic Commando kind of grappling hook, where it's more for swinging, or is it more like Just Cause 2, where it's more for pulling you in to a, an area? It's, it's, uh... Or yeah, can it be used for both? Can it's, you it's swing more... and zipline? Zipline. Uh, yeah, I haven't played Just Cause, so it's, that's why it's a little bit harder for me to answer that question. Um, so I guess, uh, in, like in Just Cause, yeah, it's kind of like... Batman's, um, not battering, uh, what's no, his... He's, it's a grapple gun. It's a grapple gun, sure. Where you go flying towards a, whatever direction it is that you shoot. 
the closest comparison I could think of is uh, is the Ninja Open Worms. So you can change your leg. You can, it swings. It wraps around corners and stuff like that. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's probably actually inspired by that. <laughs> That's not bad. All right. Awesome. I get behind that. <laughs> I like that. Okay, good. grapple guns. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, what? Next question. What is your least favorite as a game designer? Your least favorite overused game mechanic. Uh, least favorite. Uh, or theme. Theme or game mechanic. I've never been, uh, never been a fan of memorizing combos. Mm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a super big, like, Street Fighter fan, so it might be sound a little bit ironic, but, like, I, I, I don't like memorizing combos. Uh, and kind of, like, having these arbitrary button combinations, and then, you know, like... Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. Even though, like, I mean, some people love that thing. It's just not quite for me. I completely understand that. Yep. As also as a fan of Street Fighter and of uh, fighting games in general, that that's the the stopping point for me always. Yeah, is I, I love watching people do it. I love especially like the high end stuff, like Evo, and watching the championships. That stuff is super fascinating, super fantastic. I will. I am never going to be that person. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like it's like a, a foreign language that I don't, I partially understand, but can never you know remember when I'm trying to use it to speak. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question: um, If you could attempt any other profession, no limits. What would you like to try? Uh, okay. So um, I'm I'm really driven by things that let me be creative. And things like that. So, if I, I mean, it, like game design is perfect for me since I'm like, it's great technical challenge and great creativity challenge. Uh, so it would I probably tend towards going towards say art or music. Uh, I play the drums and stuff like that. So maybe maybe something related to that. Nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, finally, final question, darkest question. Um, when we come to the end of our lives and uh, Toad is ready to usher us into the uh, Mushroom Kingdom um, and before him he's got the book of our deeds when he looks at that and then looks at you what would you like him to say to you? Oh man I don't know uh... Yeah I don't know Like uh, that's, that's a tough one I'm really uh... yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm just trying to live a good, fulfilling, balanced life, you know, or and try to try to like, um, you know, I'm, I try to like, you know, spend my time doing something that I, I really care about. So that's pretty much why I'm uh, in games right now and so on. Um, but also not get too carried away with that and kind of become like a weird hermit. But I don't really like, <laughs> it doesn't really matter to me. You know, my, my deeds don't matter as much as like the act of pursuing them, I guess you could say like the, the, um, like, uh, the journey is more important. Yeah, exactly. That's better than actually getting there. And that's what's important. All right. I can roll with that. That's it. You're done. You're done. You passed. Awesome. Excellent job. Thank you very much. Yeah. 
All right, Evan. Well, thank you so much for joining us uh, on the podcast. If you could just send us out by telling our listeners where they can go to find out more information about Windforge. Okay, so uh, oh, I don't have this stuff memorized. The oh, best. Come on. <laughs> so we take back everything nice we said about you. Done. Okay. The best, uh, the best place right now to find about Windforge is our Kickstarter. It's got the most recent information, and it also will hook you up with our Kickstarter. Uh, and the address for that is www.kickstarter.com slash projects slash snowed in studios slash Windforge. That's a bit of a mouthful. But you can also I, just... I found it by just typing Windforge into the search bar. Probably easier. First thing on <laughs> Kickstarter was you. Yeah. <laughs> Great. All one anyway. word. Windforge. All one word. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the best way to find out. We have a blog uh, also. Um, that one, I don't remember where it is, but there's links for it in our Kickstarter. All right, and, and we'll have links for it in the, uh, the show notes uh, for this episode as well. Um, all right, well, uh, thanks again one last time for joining us. I hope everything goes famously for you. I hope you guys meet your goal and everything goes well. And uh, have a good night. Yeah, great. Thanks a lot.